Hi, this is Kara from the Pure Rock Shop, and today we've got Rick Rule and Alan Bone from Every Mother's Nightmare on the line. Hey guys, how are you doing tonight? Good. Good. I'm happy to catch up with you. I think it's it's been a while since we've seen each other. Um, hard to go anywhere these days. So looks like you guys have been keeping busy in the studio, though. Man, we've been uh, we've been busy uh, rehearsing three nights a week, recording, uh, doing videos. We're we're uh, loading bullets, <laughs> getting ready to go play sometime. So, um, Alan, this was the first album that you did with these guys, right? That's correct. So, um, and I know it's been a few years since Grind came out. Um, how do you think um, the dynamic of the band's changed in the last few years? I don't know what it was like before I was here, but I know that, I, you know, I tell everybody from the first day I came over to audition and just hung out before we got started playing. It just it was a good fit. It felt really comfortable. And so, you know, I, I haven't been in an original band in a long time. I haven't written anything in years. Um, so it's my memories are kind of vague of the writing process, how they went back then. But it, it was really smooth and everything just... For the most part, you know, we had a few we had a few nights where we were. He is lying. <laughs> He's lying. Rick's <laughs> an asshole, so you know. Yeah, you know. Now it, we had a few moments where you know a few nights where I stomped out of here was like fuck you, fuck you, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and um, but other than that, for the most part, it, it, everything really just and fell together, you know, really easily. Very organic, I guess. Yeah. Is that the word. I mean, every, everything just kind of. When we uh, got resurrected, the faithful for the name of the the record and everything, uh, it seemed like that from that point, everything just really just you know just was crazy. We left that day after we uh, we came up with the name, and then we uh, buddy of ours down here taking pictures of us, and he drove by a little graveyard, but you know we just stopped by there for a minute, and shot a picture, it ended up being on the record, and uh, mm. just. Weird shit like that, you know, it's cool though. So is that where the name came from or did you have it before you ended up in a graveyard? Uh, no, it came from, uh, we were messing with Gunner when I had practice. Uh, he had written a song and me and Troy started, Troy started changing his parts a little bit and then it was irritating Gunner so we thought it would be fun. I jumped in on it and then we wrote this song and I couldn't write nothing to it and uh, I was in the studio just trying to work through it and work through it and uh and when it finally happened, uh, you know, I was sitting at my house, uh, cooking macaroni and cheese for me and my little boy. And, uh, I was like, uh, I started going, resurrect the faithful. And, uh, it just, I don't know, it just hit. And from that point on, it was like, that's the name of the record. And, and uh, you know, that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to wake up some old rock and roll and see what rock and roll is. That sounds cool. So I know um, you guys have been playing some of the songs from this new album last year um, when I saw you play out. Um, when did you officially start recording the album in the studio? We did, uh, Breathe was the last song we wrote and the first song we recorded, I guess because it was fresh when the, when the studio time popped up. We were kind of shopping around trying to figure out where we were going to do the record and... Um, I guess Rick had an offer. These guys been wanting us to come work with them, and so we he, they decided let's just do one song and see how it goes. So it was a breathe was fresh in our memory, so we went in and did that. 
and that was late. De- that was well, that was probably mid December. Yeah, before Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Let's just stay the whole yeah, we, <laughs> we weren't even finished. Oh, we hadn't heard of Nick's, and we just said, "This is this is the song. Let's do it." Yeah, it's just one of those places. That it's just got a. I mean, it's like at home feel. I've never felt like that in a studio, man. It's just like. Uh, you go there and there's food and there's every everything you want is there. It's a you know and it's a little bitty old spot, but it's just very cool and it's two, probably what two miles from my house, something like that. Yeah, it's like my backyard. And you, Dave and Matt are just great people. And I mean, they they really took care of us and just made us. That was one of their goals when they when they went into business and decided to open the studio was to make sure that it was comfortable for people when they're in there working because they had been through stressful recording situations and um it was i mean it was just like being home yeah it was great i mean it couldn't have been any better I got to um, check out the debut of the Here's to the Ones documentary. Um, for those fans who haven't seen us, um, you know, give us a little insight into like what your um, studio process was like. It sounds like um, you said that it was like being at home there with them. Um, I thought it was really cool to be able to watch um, some of that process, you know, in the documentary. How did that come about? That's what. That's kind of what the whole. Uh, when Bill started asking us about the documentary, I didn't want, you know, one of those hour and a half things where you're watching guys do solos and they're nitpicking in the studio for hours. I was just like, if we do a documentary, I don't want to be a from the beginning to the till now. I want it to be a this moment in time where us five guys, you know. Uh, wrote this record and recorded this record it's just like a time capsule and it lets a little insight in on uh, the band and the recording process and the songwriting process and, uh, and the studio yeah and we, we just wanted to keep it short and sweet so people didn't get bored and go you know get tired of watching and turn it off sure that's, that's yeah that's happened that's definitely a challenge is keeping people, um, you know, interested. I like to keep my interviews short and sweet, too, because you go too long, people tune out when they're listening. Yep. Uh, so is that documentary still out there for people to watch online? Can, you know, those oh, yeah. that didn't see the debut? YouTube, uh, everywhere, yeah. It's not hard to find, yeah. It's going to be on DVD at some point, so... Pretty soon it's going to be on 8-track On 8-track? <laughs> <laughs> Can't even find a VHS player anymore these days I think they're selling for like $1,000 on Amazon So um, I, I'm curious as to um, why you guys decided to re-record Love Can Make You Blind Well, um, actually Alan came up with it He was talking about doing it and when he first said it, I was like, man, no, because I spent, a, you know, I love that little <laughs> song, but I spent a lot of years trying to get away from it. <laughs> but it's the one we all want to hear. <laughs> right? Right? Exactly. I figured, you know, we got our first record deal. We played 13 shows, uh, you know, um, been living with that record and that song for a long time. And uh, the way we play it is this band, this band's got a whole different chemistry now. It's a little bit different than the way we record it, but uh, I just asked them one night if I, uh, after Bonnie brought it up, I, if they mind if uh, we did it, just for me to have a good version and for all the fans that have been around and, and had to hear, you know, listen to the, the original version. And um, 
you know, it was just a, and it was, you know, it'd been a long time. It was almost full circle when all that happened. So, uh, we just done it, you know, and we just, uh, I just put it as a, uh, you know, this is not a copy or anything of that song. It's this, this band's, uh, interpretation of this song, mm -hmm. uh, a little different. This is the way we do it now. And, uh, you know, and we like it and we like it and yeah. uh, we just bring it up with everything else. It is. I mean, it took me from living in a 10 by 20 store all using the bathroom in a cup to, you know, living in a trailer still peeing in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely a different take on the song, and, you know, I think fans will appreciate it. I love the guitars at the beginning. The intro is very cool. Yeah. You know what's cool? Uh, the Matt Montgomery, the guy that owns the studio we did, uh, he was a big fan from a long, you know, back in the day, and, uh, we let him play all uh, all that intro stuff. Uh, he's a guitar player, so we let him do that uh, just because he, you know, followed us all those years and stuff. So uh, he got to play on the record. Even very cool. So um, you said that you guys are rehearsing a few days a week. What are you planning on? Well, we're rehearsing and writing. I mean, we're yeah. We're, we started three new songs, songs last night. We're probably, yeah. So we're we're gonna be really prepared when we get back in the studio for the next one but um we're just uh just fine-tuning everything that all the you know the new record and um well, we somebody comes up with, from backups to down yeah, just trying to make it polish it up so that when, whenever we get the green light and we can hit the road we're ready okay anything in the in the plans at all you know any type of live stream events or anything in the pipeline for the coming year well, the the thing we're trying to do is we're trying to do a little five or six city thing with the uh, with the documentary thing where we uh, find us a, a little place where we can play, but go in and uh, you know we play the new record and then uh, we get on stage and play some songs, uh, some of the new record, some whatever, and then uh, and then just hang out with them, let the documentary play, uh, hang out with whoever comes if anybody comes, <laughs> and uh, you know just a little you know uh a little closer setting than just a you know white open club or whatever and uh sure i kind of want to do it it'd be uh it'd be cool uh go play the record i just want to go play the record we just want to play i just want to <laughs> play there's been talk of some streaming stuff um i know bill chavis is working on that he's got a team working on a whole lot of stuff for us so we're trying to get current you know everything's changed so much so quick we're just trying to keep up and do what we got to do cool. we're two videos deep we are <laughs> yeah. well hopefully um something will work out i know a lot of people are starting to move to the more intimate acoustic type shows to um you know play to a smaller crowd and make things possible to see live music again so hopefully um you know as things progress this year we'll have some opportunity to see you guys out on the road at all we hope so. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for both of you taking the time out to catch up with us and update us on the new album and um, in the documentary as well. Lots of cool stuff coming, and it's exciting to hear that you're already writing for the next one. I don't know. <laughs> That's what we do.